the double standard in the law just keeps widening. I, I've got a couple of examples, and I got to tell you, it's widening to the point of absurdity. The Grammys were last night, and you'll be shocked at what I saw, which was nothing because I didn't watch it. I just watched some clips on Twitter. And illegal immigration is going to be Biden's undoing. Let's talk about it. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. I hope everyone had a great weekend. I had a, eh, it was okay. It was okay. I did have something that happened to me on Friday, which was really fun. I finally got a new phone. I did. I got the Samsung S24. Yes, it's made by slave labor in China, as just about every phone is. It is pretty awesome. The one thing I I I really like about it, the, the actual... AI technology built into this phone is really good. And I mean, it's not as good. Let's just say if we go into the AI of, let's say, ChatGPT and things like that, not quite as good as that, but I have uh, AI tools that I actually use. It's not Chat, it's not chat GPT, uh, but it's AI Chat. I found that AI Chat is a little bit more neutral. It doesn't seem like it has any leanings politically or ideologically, unlike ChatGPT, which, you know, if you ask ChatGPT, can a man be a woman, ChatGPT will tell you yes. If you ask uh, AI Chat, and I tested this before I I paid for it, if you ask AI Chat, um, can a man become a woman, it says, uh, I don't talk about that. It doesn't say no. <laughs> How about that? But it just says no. That's something that's beyond my programming. I don't talk about. It. If you talk about abort, it says the same thing. I can't talk about that. That's not my thing. So uh, at least it's kind of more neutral. You don't really know where it stands politically, and that's really sad. That you ha- you have to take an application and see where it stands politically. As far as its answers go, it's very interesting. But I'm a huge proponent of AI in this way because it's basically a very... It, it's basically a Google search on heroin. Google search, of course, uses AI, but it, it doesn't use that level of AI. So I do find it extremely convenient. Uh, when I'm writing things, I will actually do all my research through AI Again, I'll confirm it. Uh, none of the news, but it, it does work real well. The one thing I have to do with the camera on this phone is amazing. Now, I only buy a phone every, oh, three years, four years. I don't buy a phone every year. So my last phone was the S21. This is the S24. So you can imagine I'm, I'm already four years out. When I bought the S21, it was brand spanking new. And my phones are always in good shape. I really take care of them. Uh, So this one is just, the camera is just absolutely amazing. And one of the things I need to pick up is a selfie stick. Because you know, I do a lot of videos. I do some videos. I don't do enough videos. Because it uh, actually makes my social media presence a little heavier. But it's so difficult to work with the, uh, I usually have an entire video cast set up with a GoPro. 
and it's great. It's it really is great, but it's such a pain. It'd be nice just to stick the damn phone on a and just do the do the video right then and there. And this phone works really well. I actually set it up in the car while I was driving, and I did the podcast via video simply to get my ideas out there because I talk to myself. So one of the best places to talk to myself to get my ideas organized is when I'm driving. And so I use it that way. But so far, so good. Like the phone. Uh, I'm going to try and expand what I can do with it, which would be a smart thing. This thing is actually as powerful as my GoPro or Insta, uh, Instacam. So I'll probably start using it more. All right, so let's get to some news because there was a lot since last Thursday. All right, so now you remember we talked about three U.S. troops were killed last week in Jordan and 40 were injured. Now, I, I, I definitely do not want to skip those 40 that were injured. Those 40, there were a lot of serious injuries, critical, grave injuries. Three dead soldiers may be an understatement. There may be more. And at worst, there were traumatic brain injuries. So when we talk about three U.S. soldiers were killed, we can actually, we should expand that a little bit because some lives were really ruined at best, at best. At worst, it's going to end up six, seven U.S. soldiers are going to pass away. So it was terrible. Well, Joe Biden planned to perform attacks, and he kind of telegraphed his attacks. He said, yes, I'm going to attack the Houthis. We're going to attack Syria. We're going to attack Iraq, some some IRS, IRC strongholds in Iraq and Syria, and the, take care of the Houthis. It, it seemed... It seems honestly kind of a weak idea, but those attacks started. So on Friday, they they launched 85 different attacks. And who knows? I mean, we're hearing the Biden Joe Biden was gone. He's in he was in California this weekend again, another vacation, which is amazing because he just won the South Carolina primary. So we can see what he's going to be doing during this campaign. He is not going to have anything to do with the campaign, which looking at his poll numbers, very, very dangerous for him. He is now losing in Georgia and he's not losing by a little bit. He's losing by a lot. He is, even MSNBC says he's losing the black vote. I think Donald Trump is going to do very well in Wisconsin, very in Michigan. Uh, Biden is losing. Trump is really looking good, really looking strong. And Joe Biden just seems oblivious. Now, I keep saying that, you know, Biden's probably not going to be running, but that really leaves a vacuum. Michelle Obama still, for me, would be the most logical person to put in there. The problem is, and, and Gavin Newsom seems to be someone who is still selling himself, though he's really toned it down. But apparently, news reports are coming out. Michelle Obama has no desire to run for president, which I'm not surprised. I mean, the Obamas are making $35, $40 million a year. Just not, These people are going to be billionaires within the next four or five years. 
And they have no desire. They, they're living on the East Coast. They're having a great time. Why, in God's name, would she want to become president? And I think she is asking that question. She just has no desires. She wasn't even as political as she was. She wasn't that political. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent. So Joe Biden is doing nothing to actually fix, uh, fix his campaign to run. He is not even in the state where the primaries are taking place. He's winning. I think he won won this weekend by 94%. So he's blowing out any competition. Now, one of the things Joe Biden is going to have to worry about, of course, is that I know I'll get back to the bombings, but this is part of the thing that Joe Biden is going to run on. The problem that he's going to have is there might be a third-party candidate. And if there's a third-party candidate, it will kill Biden's campaign. He will lose, and Donald Trump will end up being president. A lot of people thought that Kennedy was actually going to hurt Trump. It turns out it's actually hurting that uh, Kennedy, who I haven't heard of, heard from in ages. Kennedy was actually hurting Biden, which is probably why you haven't heard from him in ages. So... We'll, we'll have to see. But anyway, the bombings. So we have no idea what's happening in those bombings. We have absolutely no idea what they hit. We have absolutely no idea. Because Joe Biden is not talking about it. Nobody is talking about it. For all we know, they're only bombing blank desert. Iran has responded, and they have become more aggressive uh, uh, today, there was announcements that they were actually sending heavily armed drones into United States area. One area they sent actually killed, I believe is in northern Iraq. Uh, they killed a bunch of Kurds, uh, five Kurds. No U.S. service members were injured, though they were there. And so Iran is actually stepping up. Now, I keep hearing that Iran... We don't want a war with Iran? Well, it seems that Iran wants a war with us. And if that's the case, I don't see how you don't go into Iran. This is all presidential weakness, by the way. Iran wouldn't do this if they thought that this president was going to bomb the living crap out of Iran. Go after the oil fields. Go after the nuclear facility. Go after Tehran. If, if, this is where Trump has a huge advantage. They never thought, they always thought that Trump could go after Tehran. He could actually bomb the mullahs. So the mullahs stayed away from anything controversial. Anything controversial. Well, Joe Biden, they're absolutely sure he's never going to bomb Iran. So they're just going for it. Because let's face it, in nine months... Donald Trump is probably going to be the president unless something bizarre happens. And it's 2024. I'm betting something bizarre happens. And then they're going to have to stop. And they're probably going to face repercussions. I, I'm sure Donald Trump is going to get in office and he's going to bomb something simply to get revenge over what Iran has been doing for the last 20 years. So, again, I think these, these bombings, too little, too late. They don't really mean anything. Uh, popping a, a, a camel in the butt is not going to do it. 
and we like I said, we have not heard what these these strikes, missile strikes are actually doing but wasting two million dollar missiles. So we'll have to see. In other news, the border bill was released last night. So the Democrats and Republicans, and apparently it's not that bipartisan, um, created this omnibus package that is made to handle several problems. So what this bill will do is it'll give $60 billion to Ukraine. <sighs> Jesus, I, when are we going to stop with Ukraine? I swear to God, when are we going to stop with $60 billion? So that little wet fart over in Ukraine can get richer. I hate Zelensky if you haven't figured it out. I don't like Putin, but I hate Zelensky. Uh, $16 billion will go to Israel. $12 billion will go to the border. Uh, some monies, about $10 billion, will go to uh, Taiwan. There will be some limit limits to asylum claims in uh, on the border. So people who come over and claim asylum, they will be limited on what they can do. But there's a big red flag on that. The red flag is that can be overturned at any time by the president. So let's let's stop right there with that. So just ignore that. Uh, Republicans say the bill is dead. Oh, the other thing that it will allow is, and I just don't understand this, it will still allow illegal immigration of up to 3,000 illegal immigrants a day. A day. That's down from 8,000, which is what the Democrats wanted. So Republicans actually were the ones that recommended that. I, I, I don't get it. I, I absolutely don't get it. How the Re Republicans are so weak. They're so terrible. They need to get rid of that. They need to blow up the Republican National Committee. And I say that figuratively. That whole thing needs to go away. They are all terrible. But anyway, so it, the, the border bill, it'll build some of the wall, things like that. I Okay. But it's just there are too many openings to stop doing what the bill says they should be doing. And I got to tell you the truth here. Um, Joe Biden already has all the power. The Border Patrol and ICE have already said, we have all the resources. We just need to use the resources to, to close the border. We had remain in Mexico. Everything they have already. Joe, we do not need another bill for the border. Just enforce. And that's what a lot of Republicans are saying. You don't need another bill. You just need to enforce the border. So, um, Matt... Matt uh, Johnson, Mike Johnson said, the uh, Speaker of the House, he said, yeah, this bill is dead. It's not going anywhere. And the other thing that bothers me about the, this bill is it's another omnibus package, right? It, it's 400 pages. I haven't read it, so I'm just, that's why it's not a main story. But it's 400 pages, and people are, and Republicans have been putting out bills, separate bills for each of these topics. So there was a bill for the border. There was a separate bill for Ukraine. There was a separate bill for Israel. And Democrats don't want anything to do with it. They love these omnibus packages. That should be a red flag to all of us. If they do not want to pass separate bills, it means there is bullshit in those omnibus packages that they want to get passed. 
and they just don't want anyone to see it because no one's going to read this 400-page bill. Well, we've had enough time to read the bill. Everyone's all, Every Republican has said it's a garbage bill, which means there is a ton of shit in it. Maybe I'll read it. it 400 pages, I'm not that interested. I'd rather get an overview from somebody. So that's what I did. It's just, it's crap. It's a crap bill. All right, so uh, in our last story, the Grammys were last night. Um, there were some surprises, some other, some not so surprised. Some not so surprises is this, is the politics of it all. Now, by the way, I'm going to just throw this out there. I, I said it in the introduction. I didn't watch it. I just don't care. The Grammy, they're boring. Apparently the show was terrible and it was like four hours long. It didn't end till 11 and it started at like six. So it, it, it apparently was just an absolutely god-awful show. Fine. That's fine. Uh, I That's what, part of the reason I don't watch it. The politics, of course. Ukraine. They Or not Ukraine, excuse me. But Gaza. Free the Palestinians and bullshit like that. I don't know why these guys do that. None of this works. None of this makes people want to go in and watch the show. No one cares about the opinions of Lenny Kravitz and Palestine. Lenny Kravitz doesn't even know how to dress himself. So, hardly going to sit back and listen to his opinion on politics. Uh, the outfits were stupid, as usual. It, these people have gotten so bad with dressing them. So, and Lenny Kravitz is the first one that comes to mind, though Miley Cyrus is a quick second. And then there was, a, I think, Do, Doja Cat is her name. Doja Cat, who, was, who had her nipples sticking out of her outfit. I, see, these outfits, they're not even cutting-edge fashion anymore. They're just costumes. I could walk in there with a Winnie the Pooh costume or dressed as Darth Vader and I wouldn't stand out. That's how, matter of fact, I might look more dressed, more conservative than a lot of these people. And it's not like, oh, who's wearing what anymore? It's like, what are you doing? So, okay. Uh, so t in other not so surprises, Taylor Swift won best whatever five times and then of course she announced her new album and no and i i looked at it on twitter and it looks really stupid you know i gotta tell you with taylor swift and i don't believe in any of the psyops and things i'm sure the nfl is using this as a marketing ploy i i, I have no doubt about it there they show her face every 17 minutes. Yeah, okay, that's an exaggeration. They show her uh, anywhere from 7 to 10 times a game. They don't do that with any of the other players' wives. Okay? And and Mah Pat Mahomes has a beautiful wife. They could show her 50 times. And you know what? We'd say, "Okay. Taylor Swift has nothing does not know about football." The thing that bothers me about Taylor Swift more than anything, she is so perform she is just such an actress. And she's a bad actress. Everything with her looks fake. Everything she does looks fake. Nothing looks real with her. She just, 
even yesterday at the Grammys where they're all fake at the Grammys. She's over there dancing around. There was a fantastic duet with, um, uh, with the song Fast Car by Tracy Chapman and Luke Combs. It was fantastic. It was the classiest performance I think I have ever... As a matter of fact, we'll listen to the song at the end of the podcast. But it was, without a doubt, the classiest performance out there. And she's up there dancing. She's the only one standing, by the way. And later they show in the front rows where they're supposed to stand, they're standing. But she's over there dancing and standing and singing. And it just looks... God, it's so annoying. Just sit your effing ass down and shut up and stop preening to the cameras. It's so terrible. And she does it during the football games. If Travis Kelsey makes a four-yard catch, she's jumping around and doing the wave and crap. And you know she's doing that because the cameras are going to come to her. That's what annoys me with Taylor Swift. Now, there was one big surprise. I, I was really shocked by this one. So there's this guy, Killer Mike. I have no idea who he is. I'm sure he's a rapper and he's probably plays disgusting music. I would probably never listen to this guy. But he was on. And he won three Grammys. Okay, good for him. So what? Uh, right after he had finished the Grammys, right after the Grammys had finished and, and you know, he was walking out with it, he was arrested for apparently a misdemeanor warrants. Now, I have no idea what Alan's was about. I mean, who gets arrested for misdemeanor warrants? There must be something more to that. I didn't hear what it was. And I'll go a step further. I'll go a step further. I didn't look it up. I just, I don't know who this guy is. I don't really care. I thought it was funny that he won. He must have pissed off the wrong Democrat. Because if he got arrested at the Grammys for misdemeanor warrants, I'm sorry, either he had some felony warrants or he pissed off the wrong Democrat and they had him arrested. But that was kind of funny to see him hooked up and all the people there are like, what are you doing? What's going on? That sucks, dude. I, if Yeah, funny. All right. So I don't have a dumbasses of the day, uh, but I do have something really dumb we can talk about. So let's get to that stupid story. So according to Fox News... Elmo is checking in. How is everybody today? How is everybody doing? Those simple words from Elmo have blown up on social media, and users are not holding back on how they're feeling. The iconic red puppet from Sesame Street took 2X to see how everyone was handling 2024 so far, and the responses attracted by seemingly innocent tweets by the seemingly innocent tweet were not so innocent various responses ranged from disappointment with the latest football results and the economic crisis to a sharing of brand endorsements and even martial marital problems okay first things first fox news is pushing this um it's a puppet elmo did not go on x it was some guy, maybe some chick, who works for whoever Sesame Street is owned by, and they just type something in there. And it was such, it's, Elmo has become such an irrelevant character because Sesame Street has been kind of going down for the last few years that they didn't even bother updating his account. 
So let's continue. The wellness check type tweet turned into a therapy session as thousands of social media users trauma dumped on their on the character's X page. So here are some of the responses. I, I just I'm amazed. These people need to go to some psychiatrist. And I'm not usually a big guy to go to psychiatrists and be put on med. These people need medication. They're just so out there. So here's one. Not feeling too tickled about life right now, Elmo. Here's another one. Elmo, I'm suffering from existential dread over here. Another one. Elmo, I'm going to be real. I am at my effing limit. <laughs> There's more. Not going to lie. I'm tired, Elmo. A lot's going on, Little Red. I mean, are you freaking kidding me? Here's the one. Here's the winner. Elmo, each day, the abyss we stare into grows a unique horror. One that was previously unfathomable in nature. Our inevitable doom, which once accelerated in years or months, now accelerates in hours, even minutes. However... I have a good, I have a good grapefruiter. I had a good grapefruit earlier. She doesn't know how to write, by the way. Thank you for asking. You've got to be effing kidding me. Now, could these all be trolls? Could, they could be. I have no idea. The last one, not a troll. That's an actual, that's an actual user that pays $8 a month. But are you guys serious? That is the question. If, Half of these accounts are serious about bitching to a red puppet, furry puppet. That just shows you where our society is. Well, we can see where our society is because Joe Biden's account also responded to it. Quote, I know how hard it is some days to sweep the clouds away and get the sunnier days. Our friend Elmo is right. We have to be there for each other. Offer our help to a neighbor to a neighbor in need, and above all else, ask for help when we need it. Even though it's hard, you're never alone. The president of the United States responded to a furry red puppet from Sesame Street. Oh man, oh man, we cannot even look at this country seriously anymore. This, I mean, there is so many, so much. Stupid crap out there. Well then, it explains all the rest of the stories I'm going to talk about today for the next 20 minutes. So here, here's the thing. Here's another thing here. Um, Democrat policies have consequences. Now we say that all the time. But unfortunately, well, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, those consequences sometimes hit people that are important. And then there has to be some explaining to do. Well, one of the areas where there are major issues are carjackings. There are a lot. It is way up. Most of the big cities, that includes San Francisco, Los Angeles, Baltimore, Washington, D.C., New York, Chicago, carjackings have been up in double digits in percentages. It's just, it's insane. Carjackings... Carjacking is a felony. You can get life in prison for carjacking, especially if someone gets hurt. But unfortunately, in democratic cities, 
Carjackings will not get you in prison. There, the big example is the one in, in Washington, D.C., where two girls carjacked a Middle Eastern immigrant who was driving an Uber and killed him. And they will only serve jail. They will only serve time in juvenile hall and will be released at 21. And I remember this because it was amazing. They crashed the car. They killed the immigrant. They crushed him against the wall. They have the film out there someplace. And the bitch could only complain that she couldn't find her phone when she got pulled out of the car. There's a dead man 15 feet from her. And she's worried about her effing phone. And these people only got like five years. Absolutely incredible. Well, carjackings are way up. And um, one place they're up is Washington, D.C., and apparently in Washington, D.C., it is now February 5th. There have already been 57 carjackings. All right. I mean, the trans group would wish there were 57 trans people that had hate crimes against them. But simply so they can bitch about it. But we're not even talking about the carjacking. Well, there was another one, and this guy was actually kind of important. And, unfortunately, kind of a good guy. Uh, according to the post-millennial, father of three and former Trump administration official Mike Gill has died on Saturday, only days after he was shot during a carjacking in Washington, D.C. Gill was shot inside his car, but was able to exit the vehicle before collapsing. His wife issued a statement saying, quote, It is with profound sadness that I wish to inform the community of the passing of my husband, Mike Gill. His sudden departure has left a void in our lives that can never be fulfilled. In this, in this time of grief, we are grateful for the outpouring of love and support from family, friends, and community and extend our heartfelt gratitude to everyone who has reached out to offer condolences and assistance. So, of course, like the ghoul I am, I go on X to take a look and see how many negative comments there were about this guy, and there were none. And the reason is he was not only an advisor for the Trump administration, he was also an advisor for the Obama administration, which means this guy was probably about as middle of the road as you get. But the point here is that these elections have consequences. They, they're still trying to figure that out in, in Chicago. Chicago had another Rite Aid close, and apparently in this one section in the south side of Chicago a black neighborhood, this Rite Aid closed and people have no way to get their medication. They have to get on a bus, travel 10 miles down the road to get their medication. And that's after a Walmart closed over there. And all because of the crime. And what are these people doing? They are blaming racism because Rite Aid should be required to stay, Rite Aid and Walmart should be required to stay open in the black community, even though their employees are being assaulted, their employees are being robbed, their stores are being robbed, and Walgreens and Rite Aid and CVS and Walmart, they all say F it, and they all close because they can't take the, the loss. They can't take the theft. And then instead of these people voting out the idiot politicians... They decide to scream racism. They're doing the same thing with, with carjackings. 
Oh, well, you can't arrest carjackers because then you'll be disproportionately putting blacks in prison. So you're admitting that blacks are committing most of the carjackings. By the way, the gentleman who killed this Mike Gill, he was black. Um, he ended up being shot by police because the police, he decided to start shooting at police, so the police killed him. So good riddance to rubbish. But this is the whole problem. You can't ski, you, you can do one of two things. Either we're going to get the criminals off the streets or we're just going to scream racism when we catch criminal. By the way, the prisons are not all black. They're only 26% of the prisons are made up of black people. That's it, a quarter. Now, I understand, I understand, yeah, well, the population's only 13%, but the reality is 75% of the prisons are filled with other races. Believe it or not, 50% are white. But a criminal is a criminal. It shouldn't make any difference what his race is. If he committed, to, and this is the first thing I ask, I, people, people do say, oh, well, they put too many black people in prisons. Well, here's the question. Are anyone, any of them actually innocent? Most of them have pled guilty. Are any of them actually innocent? If they're innocent, I'll stand side by side and, and fight for them. If they're not innocent, then they belong in prison. I don't care what their race is. I, I got news for you. Jeffrey Dahmer, whitest guy in the world, belongs in prison. I can name nine guys, 90 guys that are white that belong in prison and they should never be released. And I'll go a step further. Death penalty. I don't care. If you're a murderer, you, I mean, you're a real murderer, it's the death penalty. Well, same thing with carjackings. Hey, you commit a carjacking, a violent crime, you should be in prison. Okay, okay, here we go. So this, let's go into the justice system because I only have 10 more minutes and I need to kill this off. So this is incredible. I heard this on Friday. Of course, no one's really talking about it. But according to NBC News, and listen to the wording from NBC News. The U.S. Capitol Police said Thursday that it's closing the investigation into a leaked video of people having sex inside the Senate hearing room after it was determined there was no evidence of the crime. Okay, <laughs> uh, let's go back to this. Two guys went into a hearing room in the Senate, got buck naked, completely naked, Started, ha started having anal sex on the dais where the senators sit, filmed it, and then uploaded it to a porn site. It's not a couple people started having sex, they just felt like they were in love. I mean, that's something that the news media was pushing. Well, it's love. No, they got naked and they, they effed on in the Senate because they wanted to make a porn video. Quote, after consulting with federal and local prosecutors, as well as doing a comprehensive investigation and review of possible charges, it was determined that, despite a likely violation of congressional policy, there is currently no evidence that a crime was committed, the agency said in a statement. If it was Donald Trump's people that were having anal sex in the Senate, I guarantee you they'd be serving 20 years in prison. And by the way, when did having sex in public become legal? 
Is this what they're saying? That having sex in public is a legal thing? I thought it was illegal everywhere. And to be honest with you, I still think sodomy is illegal in a lot of states. So continuing, the police said that while the hearing room wasn't open to the public at the time, when the video was recorded on the morning of December 13th, a congressional staffer involved had access to the room inside the Hart Senate building. Quote, the two people of interest were not cooperative, nor were there elements of any of the possible crimes met. They weren't cooperative because it was a crime. The congressional staffer, who has since resigned from his job, that's another thing. This guy resigned from his job. Why wasn't he fired? My understanding, he was actually fired. But they're saying he resigned. Why wasn't he fired? Kicked out because he's a Democrat staffer. Exercised his Fifth Amendment right to remain silent and refuse to talk to us. Our investigators are willing to review new evidence should it come to light. I guess the film, the, the video on the internet of him having anal sex isn't enough evidence. Buck naked on the, I haven't seen the video. I have no desire to see the video, but I haven't seen the video. But my understanding is he is, well, the pictures, the pictures are all over Twitter. He is buck naked. And so is his buddy that's filming it. Incredible, incredible. But meanwhile, if you're on the right, you're effed. They will create crimes around you. And this is what happened to a guy named Michael Cass Cassidy, a 35-year-old Navy veteran. Let's talk about this story. This is from the Daily Wire. Michael Cassidy, a 35-year-old Navy veteran, was charged with a hate crime on Tuesday after he admitted to beheading a satanic statue that was on display in the Iowa State Capitol building last month. Cassidy, a Christian who lives in Mississippi and previously ran for a congressional seat, was arrested and charged with fourth-degree criminal mischief after beheading a statue. Court documents now say that the damage done to the statue will cost between $750 and $1,500 to repair, and prosecutors allege that Cassidy acted, quote, in violation of individual rights under Iowa's hate crime statute, KCCI reported. The documents also note that in light of the new evidence, his charge has been upped to a third-degree criminal mischief, a Class D felony. Okay, so you've got a Christian who is going in there. He sees a statue of Satan, and he, and he basically takes an axe and cuts his head off, destroying the statue. Statue's destroyed. Okay, big deal. Criminal mischief. It's a misdemeanor. It's not a big deal. He has to, he's going to have to pay for the statue, maybe some punitive things. The, the, the satanic temple is upset about it. Wow, I mean, that's terrible, terrible. But now we're going to upgrade it to a hate crime, and he's going to serve 20 years. That's what they want him to do, serve 20 years in prison, prison for desecrating a satanic sta statue. Now, I won't, I won't be belabor the point that um, people are desecrating the statue of Americans, uh, Ben Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, this, the, the Lincoln Monument was desecrated. 
they're tearing Teddy Roosevelt has been beheaded. Robert Lee's statue was taken down. We won't talk, we won't belabor the fact that the leftists have been destroying statues for easily the last eight, nine years. And nobody has been arrested for that. But some guy, a Christian, goes in there and destroys a statue of Satan. And now he's facing 20, 25 years in prison. Okay, so continuing with the article, this is what the uh, Polk County Attorney's Office said. Quote, evidence shows the defendant made statements to law enforcement and public indicating he destroyed the property because of the victim's religion. Okay, first off, the stat Satanism is not a religion. Let, let's get, get that. Satanism is pure nihilism. That's all it is. It's about me. The person is God. The individual is God. It's about worshiping the self. It's not about worshiping a God or a deity. A lot of right conservatives are saying that this thing could go to the Supreme Court and it could easily be overturned simply because Satanism does not fall into the definition of a religion. It's basically just anarchy. That's all it is. It's more of a political designation than a religion. You're not worshiping a deity. The Baphomet, which is the goat man, that they set up in that Iowa is not something they, they worship. It's, not, it's just a symbol. It's nothing. And by the way, when did they put that up? They put it up during Christmas. Why would the Satanic Temple put that up during Christmas? Because it's there to mock Christianity. That's what they were doing with it. It wasn't put up to sit, to sit back and worship a god like Allah or worship <coughs> Buddha or whatever. Even Buddha is kind of iffy on that. It is there to mock Christianity. Well, Cassidy, so Cassidy was asked about it, and he said, yeah, I'm a Christian. They were mocking us. I cut down the statue. Good for him. And not only am I, am I going to plead not guilty to taking down this piece of shit statue, I'm not going to pay the fines and I'll do jail time. But he didn't, I'm sure he didn't expect to have to do 25 years so this is what he this is what Cassidy said of the crime. And I, I when I say crime, I put it in quotes. I don't think this is a crime. I think this is something that should be done. I personally think this is this is a hill to stand on. Because Christianity is being mocked. Christianity is being demonized. It's being degraded. Christianity is being made into the people who serve God is just, they're nothing more than rubes. They're nothing more than Neanderthals. That's what's being said. Well, we got, enough's enough. Enough's enough. So this is what he said. I saw this blasphemous statue and was outraged. My conscience is held captive to the word of God, not to the bureaucratic degree. And so I acted. By the way, Iowa did not want to put this, this statue up. Let's be very clear. They said they didn't have a choice. Here's the thing. Yes, you did. You did have a choice. You didn't have to put it up. You could have sat there and said, this goes beyond our standards. No, you can't put that statue up. Let them sue. Let the Supreme Court do it. Deal with it. Because it is an abomination. 
Continuing, the world may tell Christians to submissively accept the legitimization of Satanism, but none of the founders would have considered government sanctions of satanic altars inside the Capitol buildings as protected by the First Amendment. Anti-Christian values have steadily been mainstreamed more and more in recent decades. The Christians have largely acted like the proverbial frog in the boiling pot of water. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. And Christians are going to need to stand up. And by the way, it's not like religion hasn't been stood up for by other religions. Islam. I mean, the left loves Islam for some reason. And these people kill each other, kill each other and kill, quote, uh, heretics all the time, end quote, all the time, including Christians. They don't care. And they're never condemned like this. I mean, you've got these people <clears throat> that are now saying 9-11, we deserved it. Because Islam. I'm sorry, I don't buy it. F the satanic statue. I see one, I'm going to knock it down and go to jail too. And you should serve time in jail. F it. Go, go ahead, serve time in jail. That is something to go to jail for. Okay, I hope you guys have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. This is Gene, and you. God bless you all. This is Gene, and you listen to Dumbasses Talking Politics. But first, we're going to spend five times and listen to the live broadcast of Fast Car by Luke Combs, by, excuse me, Tracy Chapman and Luke Combs. It was a great performance. Take care. We'll talk to you tomorrow.